Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. going to move in such a mighty way again why you say that brother seals because he's the same yesterday today this morning and tonight and forevermore he's the same he doesn't change and i'm excited for what god is getting ready to do my wife sends her hellos to you guys and she she loves you guys and she wished she could have came but you know what all those kids we got uh doctor said it be good for her to stay in for a few more weeks so with that being said amen i give honor to them as well although they can't hear me i'm sure they can see me uh on video amen if you will stand me for the reading of the word ezekiel chapter 37 talk about these things tonight ezekiel chapter 37 amen verses 1 through 7 when you have it, say amen. When it's on this, oh Lord, I'm dealing with a whole nother group of people. Amen. Usually I will say that and people, amen, wouldn't say amen. Nobody will say amen. And so it was good to, anyways. Verse one, it says, The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of valleys which was full of bones caused me to pass by them round about and behold they were very many in the open valley and lo they were very dry and he said unto me son of man can these bones live what a question and i answered O lord god thou knowest again he said unto me prophesy unto the bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and I will bring flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Amen. Verse 7. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise. Something happens when you respond to the word of the Lord. There was a noise, and behold, a shaking. And bone came together, bone to his bone. Give me a few minutes, a few moments tonight to minister to you simply. Amen. On this topic tonight, a revival at the grave. Revival at the grave. Put your Bibles down and throw your hands to heaven and Talk to the Lord yourself. Lord, I thank you tonight, God, for you are in charge tonight. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. I thank you, Lord, for the lives you're getting ready to touch. Lord, I thank you, God, for what you're getting ready to do in this house tonight. Lord, let your will be done, Lord, from the front to the back. Lord, let every saint and visitor, Lord, those who are viewing this tonight, Lord, let them hear the words of the Lord tonight. And Lord, God, counsel what I say and what I do. Lord, let everything that 
I say it be orchestrated and ordained of you in the name of Jesus Lord God let your will be done in this congregation right now God and we give you the glory for it and we give you the honor for it Lord let somebody receive their breakthrough let somebody receive the Holy Ghost let somebody receive their miracle let somebody walk right into their blessing Lord God because you showed up and when you show up things just happen when you show up things take place when you show up life changes in the name of Jesus The Holy Ghost is in this house tonight. Somebody hear me tonight. Amen. God is going to do a work in this congregation. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Amen. With expectation that he's going to move on your behalf. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. The Lord takes him in the spirit. Shows him a valley of dry bones. And I'm just going along the lines here. Then poses a question. It says, son of man, can these bones live? Is there any life left in these bones? Amen. God has got to trust you. Amen. To take you to a place like that. And not only does he have to trust you, but you got to know God in order to answer a question like that. Can these bones live. Amen. And I, I, I just, I'm just going to go right here. And I, amen. It is obvious that the Lord can't take just anybody to a place like that. Amen. It takes somebody that's been prayed up. It takes somebody, amen, that knows exactly who he is. And I, I question folks when they say, amen, that they want to be used of God, but yet they don't want to pray. I question folks when they say that they want to move of God, but it resists the spirit of the Lord when he moves on them. I, I question folks when they say they want the anointing of God and they want God to show up and show out. Amen. But they're not trying to listen to the words of the Lord. I live by these words alone. Amen. It is easy to say one thing. Amen. But do a complete opposite. Actions speak a whole lot louder than words. Can these bones live? And the Bible says that these bones, they wasn't just dry. They wasn't just your ordinary dry bones, but they were very dry, which tells me that they've been sitting there for a while. Let me just go off on a tangent and say you can come to church all you want to. Amen. But if you don't respond in the word, if you don't respond to the moving of his spirit, then you'll find yourself being very dry. I just don't want to hear the word, but I want to respond to the word. The devil don't care about you coming to church. The devil don't care about you sitting on a pew. He just don't want you to respond. He just don't want you to open up your mouth. He just don't want you to lift your voice. He just don't want you to lift your hands. Because as soon as you do that, amen, and God inhabits the praises of his people. And when you begin to praise, God inhabits, and the devil can't inhabit but the same praises as God so he has got to move oh I feel the Holy Ghost right now 
Amen. It seems like that's how folks are anymore. Amen. Folks have became not just dry anymore, but folks have became very dry. Amen. Very dry in the worship. And I can preach on that forever. Amen. Very dry in their prayer life. Amen. Very dry in their walk with God. Amen. I just don't want, amen, no ordinary relationship. I just don't want, amen, a Sunday and Wednesday relationship with God. But take me to that place, Lord, to that secret place where I can be with you and you can make me like you and wrap me in your arms. Somebody understand today that God wants to bless you more than just on Wednesdays and Sundays. I don't want no ordinary relationship. Take me to a place with you. And as he began to declare the words of the Lord, there was a noise. You know, that ought to be a noise. There ought to be a noise. Uh, when you hear the word of God, what do you mean? I mean, there ought to be a response when you hear, amen, the word of God. And the Bible says, amen, that bone to his bone begin to come together. That's what happens when you receive, amen, the word of the Lord. Things begin to come together. That's why I question folks when they say that I'll come to church when I get everything right. When I, I'll come to church when I get all my ducks in a row. I, I'll come to church when I'm perfect. If that's the case, then honey, you'll never come to church because you're never going to have it all together. Just come in the house of God how you are. Come in the house of God broken. Come in the house of God struggling. Come in the house of God with issues. And then allow the word that goes forth every Wednesday and Sunday to minister to you and change you and challenge you. The Lord said, the Lord said, I will cause sinews to come upon you. The definition of sinews is tough fibrous tissue. Looked it up. Google tells me a lot. Flesh to come upon you and I will breathe life into you and you shall live. Listen, and the very thing folk thought was dead. And the very thing folk thought there ain't no hope in God. God said, I'm going to breathe life into it. And not only, not only am I going to breathe life back into it, but I'm going to cause it to stand on its feet. And then when it stands on its feet, it's going to be an exceeding a great army. Come on, somebody. Don't give up on folks because they're dry. Because God can still speak life right back into them. God can still do something right now. God can still speak life in the midst of this situation. God can still speak life in the midst of this Ezekiel 37 11 and then he said unto me son of man these bones are the whole house of Israel behold they say now watch this they say God didn't say that they say our bones are dried and our hopes are lost and we are cut off mm. we are cut off from our parts they they said there was no hope. They said they were dry. They say they was cut off. But, but God said, 
something else. Amen. You may have said that there was no hope. And, and you may have said that you may you may as well give up. And, and the devil may have told you that there's no revival in your family. And, and the devil may have told you that there's no revival in your community. And then God steps in and says something else. Aren't you glad that God got something else to say about your situation? God got something else to say about what you're going through. God got something else to say. He's still working. He got something else to say. Throw your hands to heaven with me right now. How about lift your voice right now? He's saying something else. He got something else to say. Don't listen to the devil. Don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to the enemy. God got something else to say. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, behold, oh my people. Somebody say, oh my people. Oh my people. I will open your grave. And will cause you to come up out of your grave. And bring you into the land of Israel. Watch me now and ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your grave. Oh my people. And brought you up out of your grave. God said not only am I going to open up your grave, not only am I going to uncover your situation, not only am I going to come to where you are but I'm fixing to reach down my hand and bring you up out of your grave. I'm reaching down my hand and I'm bringing you up out of the situation and a song's ringing my spirit. He called my name and I ran out of that grave. It is easy to sing about it. It's a lot more to live it when he calls you out and brings you out of your sin, of your fears, of your addiction, of your struggles and calls you out of the darkness and bring you into his marvelous light. It's time to come out of the grave. Time to come out of the grave. He's reaching. He's reaching. It's time to come out of the grave. It is easy to go through the motion. It is easy. Amen. To just live life and feel like maybe this is just what I'm supposed to do. And then God shows up and says, absolutely not. I'm pulling back your grave. I'm fixing to reach down my hand. And you're coming out of this. And I got more things to do with you. Amen. There's more youth in you. There's more use in you. Don't let the devil devil tell you anything. Don't let the devil tell you God is done with you. Don't let the devil tell you to give up and walk off. Don't let the devil tell you to just go ahead and leave the church. Don't let the devil tell you any difference. But when he tells you to leave the church, you should come that much more and stay that much longer because God is fixing to do a work. God, I feel the Holy Ghost. It was it was five years ago. Five years ago, I was in Pennsylvania. Anybody know about Pennsylvania? And the only thing good there is cheesesteak. And so I, I get to, I, I, five years ago, I asked the Lord, I said, God, I said, whatever you do, I don't ever want to go back there again. I had preached there and did a revival there, and the folks just looked at me like I've lost my mind. And maybe I did, and maybe I still did, and I still lost it. I don't, I don't, I ain't found it since. And so, five years later, during the shutdown, the Lord gets a hold of me, and I'm in prayer, 
and he puts this specific state back on my heart and I'm praying. I said, oh, Lord, no. I said, Lord, no, no, no. And I said, all right, God, I just want to do your will anyways. If it's your will for me to go, then just let them call me. And once I said that, and I mean, folks started calling me out the blue. Folks, I didn't even know. And just because I felt the Holy Ghost, you see, when God sends you to a place, he don't send you there for some reason. He don't send you there for no reason when God sends you to a place. It may not look like anything is going to work out, but trust the Lord long enough and you'll see what why he sent you there. I mean, God don't send you to a place for no reason. He don't send you to a place because he ain't got nothing to do. But God sends you to a place because he knows you're going to do what he wants you to do. And so I get a Pacific phone call from one pastor. He said, hey, Brother Seals. I said, hello, how are you? He said, I'm good. He said, I heard you're going to be in the area. I said, you heard right. He said, hey, would you mind doing a revival for us? And I said, sure. He said, but this is not going to be no ordinary revival. In the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, you're not telling me anything different. I know it's not going to be no ordinary revival. And he said, this is going to be a tent revival. He said, he said, it's going to be a tent revival. He said, we're going to set up chairs and we're going to set up tents and you're just going to be outside preaching. I said, great, good. Let's do this. Yeah, that's what I said. All right. And so the day came and it came time for me to leave and, and we're driving and I'm asking God, I said, God, what am I doing going here again? And the Holy Ghost began to speak to me. The Holy Ghost began to speak to me and said, I'm sending you there. Not This is not no ordinary revival. I'm sending you there. I want to bring life right back into my people. Uh, they became dry. And they became very dry. And I get there. And the pastor gives me the address to the church. And I get there. I pull up. And destinations on the right. You know, Google don't know what they're talking about sometimes. It can say destination on the right, and you still got about three miles left. Google don't know everything, and so I, I said, I don't know if that's the right place. I looked to the building on my left, and the building on my left was this big church building and the paved road, and, and the grass would neatly cut. I said, Sister Latoya, I said, I think, I think GPS got it wrong. My destination is on the left. And she said, I don't know. There's no cars there. I said, yeah, that's how it is. And so... And so I get, I just look around and I look at the other building, the other building, this little small red brick building. And in the middle of this building, it was just, it was just surrounded, amen, by a graveyard. And I'm not joking. And so I seen tents up. I said, they must have had a funeral or something. This is not where I'm preaching at. And so I seen a uh, a flyer and a flyer said revival uh, with brother seals and I said oh God here it is and so I pull up and I parked and I it, this is no joke you can ask my wife I pull up and I park and I accidentally parked next to a tombstone but, but he didn't have no problem with it he didn't say anything so I figured it was okay to park there he didn't tell me to move I like people who don't mind me parking in their parking spot and so I get, I get out and I, I look at the tombstone, I wave, and I kept moving. 
I meet the pastor. The pastor looked at me and said, hey, Brother Seals. I said, hey. He said, how are you doing? I said, I'm good. Just parking just parking next to Tombstones. How are you doing? And he said, I'm doing good. He said, it's so good to see you here. He said, let me show you the church. He takes me into this church. I'm looking around. I said, this is a beautiful church. And he shows me outside. And he said, this is where you're going to be sitting at. And then now listen to me. I'm, I can sit on a chair, but this chair was for like a 10-year-old. And for a 10-year-old, that way, it's about 20 pounds. I don't, I, and you know, Brother Seals don't weigh 20 pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry about how much I weigh. He said, Brother Seals, you sit here. I said, no, I'm good. I'll just stand. I know if I sit there, I'm going to fall. And if I fall, I'm not getting back up. And it's just over for everybody. And so I said, no, I'll just stand. I'll just rather stand. And so he gets his Bible out. To, he takes his place. He gets to the platform. He grabs the microphone. People are showing up. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy again. This is, not, this is nothing new. Amen. And so the pastor says, how many of you are glad to be at Friday Night Revival? And, and, and look, this is how it sounded. Nobody said a word minus that laugh. Nobody said a single word. Nobody was glad to be at Friday Night Revival. And he began to say, well, let's pray. Nobody was praying. And he said, let's begin to sing songs. And they begin to sing songs. Nobody's singing along. And I'm telling you, it was like a stick-up. Nobody moves. Nobody get hurt. I mean, nobody was moving. Nobody was getting hurt. And so I said, oh, God, I said, what do I do? And the Holy Ghost spoke to me and said, you just preach. You just preach. And that's just what I did. He introduced me. I grabbed the microphone. I'm getting somewhere. You just stick with me. I grabbed the microphone, and I begin to preach just like I'm doing now. And I give an altar call, and nobody came forward. And I mean, nobody came forward. And I'm just sitting there. I'm sweating. I'm preaching. I'm spitting. I'm hollering. Folks just looking at me like I'm crazy. I said, God, I know this is not why I drove six hours for this. And I said, I know, I know this is not why I didn't drove six hours. And I ended up handing the, past, the microphone back to the pastor. The pastor looks at me and he said, I hope Brother Seals will come back tomorrow. So you're right, I'm going to come back tomorrow. I didn't drove six hours. Ain't no sense of me turning her back. I ain't turning around now. No, mm -mm, nope, I'm here now. And you stuck with me. And so uh, Saturday night came and I'm, I'm driving to the church in the same parking spot. Amen. That guy who didn't complain the first time didn't complain the second time. And so I looked at some young lady. I told my wife, I said, you see her? She said, yeah. I said, she hates life. I said, she just looked like she hates life. She hates everybody. I said, but the Lord fixed her to get a hold of her. Like I said, it'd be the folks folks give up on and God going to use. God's going to get a hold of them. And so he gets me up there real fast, which was a smart move. Gets me up there real fast. And I just began to preach the word of the Lord as I was instructed. And something began to happen. Something began to happen. They began to clap. They began to stand and they began to amen me and they really began to preach with me and so I just gave up I put the microphone down and I began to walk out me and the pastor and we just began to lay hands on people we just begin to pray for people and they will pray for a few seconds and then go to immediately
immediately to speak it in tongues. They'll pray for a few seconds and go immediately to speak it in tongues. Everybody we lay hands on that night, God refused with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Everybody who came that night, they got a blessing and then they got a breakthrough. And then I happened to look to my right and I looked to my right and I see the pastor's wife. She's praying, amen, for that young lady that I had told my wife about that hated life. Thank God I'm telling you now. Thank God for pastor's wives. Thank God for wives that are willing to pray and seek the face of God. And so I just walk over there casually minding my business. Now's the time for me to pray for her. I lay hands on her, begin to pray for her. And then she fell in the pastor's wife's arm. I mean, she's sobbing. I don't know this young lady's story. I don't know her and she don't know me. Amen. But Sunday night, hear me tonight. Sunday night was the same exact thing. Same service, same move, same response. And it was that young lady I prayed for again. And as I'm praying for her, she's crying and she's praying. She's really talking to God more than seasoned folks are. And so the pastor pulls me aside. He said, hey, Brother Seals, he said, do you know that young lady that you're praying for? Do you know she's an atheist? I said, no. I said, no, she was an atheist. And atheists don't sound like that, and the atheists definitely don't pray like that. I said, she was an atheist. And I happened to find out that this atheist was only 13 years old. I mean, 13 years of being taught that there was no God. 13 years of being instilled in her that there is no God. And she'd go to church Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and the Holy Ghost destroyed 13 years of lies and let her know and showed her in three days that I am real, I'm real, I am more than real. She began to talk about being baptized. That don't sound like an atheist. If God can do something to an atheist in three days, what can he do with your situation tonight? If God can move on behalf of an atheist and turn an atheist into a believer, what can he do with you? God can move on you just like he moved on her. Throw your hands to heaven right now. Come on, in the name of Jesus. I closed my Bible. I closed my Bible. I stepped down and I'm leaving. I'm packing up. I'm, I'm getting ready to go now. And the Holy Ghost speaks to me. The Lord said, if you can have revival at the grave, if you can have revival at the grave, you can have revival anywhere. If you can have revival in the midst of your situation, if you can have revival in the midst of a pandemic, come on, if you can have revival in the midst of riots in life, if you can have revival, then you can have revival anywhere. So guess what Brother Seals does? Everywhere I go, I expect the move of God. Everywhere I go, it's the same God that was there at that tent revival in the middle of that graveyard. It's the same God that is here right now. Come on, and all she did was respond. All she did was open up her mouth. If bones can receive the word of the Lord, so can you. If an atheist can receive the word of the Lord, so can you. If God can breathe life back into them, he can breathe life right back into you. 
What would have happened? What would have happened if my disobedience of not wanting to go there, if I would have said, no, I'm good. I'm not going to go to that place. Absolutely not. I want to be in the I want to be in the will of God. That where he tells me to go, that's where I go. What are you saying, Brother Seals? Don't allow the enemy to intimidate you and tell you just because you've been here for a while and you ain't seen no progress yet mean there's just not going to be no progress. That is a lie from the enemy. Just because you don't see it now don't mean it's not going to come. Just because you may be fighting battles now, weeping, making door for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I'm on joy, sweet joy, cometh in the morning. Oh, I feel the Lord right now. Come on, somebody, right where you are. Right where you are, there's a revival. Right where you are, come on, there's a revival. There's a, there's a blessing. There's a breakthrough. There's, there's, there's something. Come on, don't give up because it don't seem like there's nothing. Come on, if I would have walked off that first day, I wouldn't have seen the manifestation of the Holy Ghost on the second day. Come on, God's going to move, but he's going to move on his time. His timing is perfect. His timing is right. And when he moves, things are going to happen. Oh God, come on, lift your hands with me right now. I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, the Holy Ghost is lingering right now. I want you to stay with me all over this congregation. There's so much more. I got so much more to preach, but I just feel the Holy Ghost just moving me. To I'm just moving along now. Come on, somebody, in the name of Jesus. Come on, there's a revival right where you are right now. There's a revival in the midst of every situation you're in. Come on, the word of the Lord declares to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under the heaven. Come on, there's a time for it to start and there's a time for it to end. Come on there's a time for it to begin and there's a time for it to stop. Come on, lift your voices right now all over this congregation. Come on, revival starts in your voice. The breakthrough starts in your voice. Come on, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. I'm going to get back to a place of prayer. Get back to a place to seek the face of God. I'm on somebody get back to that place. I'm going to keep praying right now. I'm on the Holy Ghost is lingering right here.
Come on, let's revive it right where you are. I feel the Holy Ghost right now so strong. I'm just, I don't feel led to move. I'm just sitting in silence right now waiting on direction. God is moving on somebody right now. Come on, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Atheists receive the word. Bones receive the word. People of God receive the word. Come on, just because it don't look good don't mean God is not involved, don't mean God is not moving. Come on, in the name of Jesus. I respect social distancing, but here's what I'm going to do, and this is what I feel in the Holy Ghost to do, and I'm just activating in the Lord right now. Amen. I, I want everybody. Amen. If you got a social distance, social distance. Amen. If you got to separate, you separate. Amen. But here's what I feel in the Holy Ghost as I close out tonight. Amen. I want us to begin to make our way forward towards this altar now right here right now as you're moving forward towards these altars I want you to begin to lift your voices and begin to talk to God right here right now come on because where the enemy said there's no revival there's revival where the enemy said you should give up you shouldn't give up there's a revival in the midst of your sickness there's a revival in this community there's a revival in this church come on, in the name of thank you for listening if you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.